everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Devil's Hour, a podcast for the strange and unusual, where we cover all things true crime, horror, and paranormal. I'm your host, Darius, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Judah, What's up? Angel, Yo. and our recurring guest host, Michael. Hello. Round of applause. Again. <laughs> Hello again. Uh, today, we're going to be covering the creepy and mysterious origin of the Ouija board. Um... Ouija and, or Ouija? Oh, what did I say? Did I say Ouija? You said Ouija. Ouija. Damn it. Yeah. Damn. I feel like I Already grew up, fucking up. Yeah, I grew up <laughs> saying Ouija, it. but it's Ouija. Okay, Ouija board. There you go, Ouija, because there's there's an A there. Uh, <laughs> but did anyone else grow up saying Ouija? Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. I, was, like, I, was I think Ouija. we've all been introduced to it as Ouija. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that started. Like, I wonder, like, because, like, it's not spelled Ouija at all. Yeah, yeah no. there's definitely an A. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, feel like everyone I've ever uh, spoken yeah. to like pronounces it Ouija. Yeah, I've never met anybody say Ouija. I think that's why it makes it confusing too. It's already spelled weird, and then the way everybody says it makes it even yeah. more weird. Like, is it like, A silent or something? Yeah, it's like Ouija or Ouija. But even if the A is silent, then it's just Widge. That's true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. 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 that's true. I don't yeah. know where that E comes from, but so so the Ouija board. Um, I guess what what made me want to really dive into this topic, per se, is uh, I I saw The Exorcist for the first time, I want to say, like, six months ago. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I'd never seen The Exorcist, the original. Yeah, Exorcist, I'd never seen it before. And uh, so I, I checked it out. And obviously, for those who have seen it, you know, Reagan, the little girl, right. is uh, essentially possessed because she, or possessed by the spirit that she communicated with when right. while she was playing with the Ouija board, right? Yeah, that is correct. And that, <clears throat> and that story is actually based on a real life of event, but it was a little boy, and I think it was in Maryland. Yes, that um, is also correct. Yeah, yeah, so like when I heard that, I was like, okay, like, and of course I had already heard stories of Ouija boards and like you know, the power that they have or, or don't have, whatever you believe. But it really, like, made me want to, like, dive into the topic of how did this thing even, like, you know... Get created. Uh, yeah, how, how is this thing <laughs> even, like, a existing? popular thing to talk to the other side, you can say? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think that talking to the dead has actually been common throughout many years when I was doing yeah. my research, or even most recent, um, you know, when you mentioned the topic of doing the Ouija board... Not too long ago, it was Dia de los Muertos, which is a Day of the Dead. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Mexican tradition where, I mean, I, I do it. I p- make an altar and I'll cook food and I'll, you know, play, my, you know, whoever's lo- the lost ones that I, the people that I've lost, I'll make them their favorite food and play their favorite music and stuff. And uh, that's the form of communication with the other side or the dead. Yeah. If you watch Coco or whatever, they're talking to the <laughs> other side, you know? I just saw that like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, you know, and so you have Ouija, it's another form of communication. <laughs> um, and then the Egyptians also, apparently they too would talk to the dead and they'd actually write letters mm-hmm. to the dead. Um Sometimes even like controversial letters, like "you motherfucker, you left the stove on," or like <laughs> you, you know shit on. like Damn. that, um, and uh, you know, and expecting letters to come back from the other side. So um, I think throughout the history, it's been pretty common. But um, how this came about, the Ouija board itself, the talking board, uh, I'm pretty interested in, in hearing more about that, man. Hell For yeah! Sure. Let's uh, let's dive into it, shall we? Um, all right, so so the Ouija board spans well. The history of the Ouija board spans two decades, uh, and was born as a byproduct of the beginning and the exploration of spiritualism, 
Um, spiritualism started in the early to mid 1800s in Europe. Uh, and by spiritualism, I mean like seances, conversing right. with the dead, um, spiritual wrappings, which we'll get into what that means in a little bit. But uh, spiritualism really picked up in the U.S. around 1850. And the primary cause of this um, is due to the Civil War and all the casualties that the Civil War brought. Um, there was a, like, a lot of death surrounding that war. I think the Civil War was our... Um, I don't even know how to explain it, but it, like the most casualties out of any war, I think, was the Civil War. I think a million men uh, died in that war. Um, so during that time period was just a super dark time period for the country. And there was just like death everywhere, you know, uh, and people were really looking for escape. You know, like escapism was on a lot of people's minds. Right. Because, you know, death was rampant and it was war. Um, the act, the actual fun fact. So the average life expectancy during that time was less than 50 years old. So that's like super, Same. super young. Like, yeah. For the average person to die at like less than 50, that's crazy. Yeah. So death was around the corner for sure. Um, <clears throat> I could see why people would be drawn to that and want to seek answers, you know, especially losing people left and right, um, wanting to communicate or, or just not knowing. I mean, there's no, it's the 1800s, there's no cell phones, there's no other form of communication. You All you get is like a, I don't know, maybe they were like very a bored. letter. Huh? Yeah, they were bored. <laughs> I know, like, what do they do? Yeah. Yeah. Occupy their time. There's no TV, man. Yeah. No, but like you were saying, also, um, knowing that it could happen to you any day. Life expectancy was right. really short. You're like, dude, this is coming for me Like, at any moment. I want to know. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I especially mean, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> even, even with all the illnesses, like they don't have modern medicine like we do. So obviously the... Yeah, man. Diarrhea will kill you. Diarrhea. That's the first thing I'd ask the Ouija. Like, will I die of diarrhea? Like out of the toilet. All right, so then how'd they make the board? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, So So, okay, so, um, like, back then, a lot of people, I mean, the kids would die at a young age. Some Gosh. kids would die at a young age. There was, like, diseases, you know. Yeah. Um, you had the Civil War going on. There's just a lot of reasons that death was so rampant. It wasn't just the war. So, I'd, like, times were bleak, right? Um, but even Mary Todd Lincoln, who was the wife of President Abraham Lincoln, oh, uh, she conducted seances in the White House, um, after their 11-year-old son died of a fever in 1862, um, they conducted Dang. seances, which I thought was crazy, you know? Like, yeah. I've never... Seances in, in the White president's, House. Yeah, yeah, the president's... Uh, I'm not sure if, like, Abraham Lincoln participated in it, but I know, like, his wife conducted him, so... Oh, man, I think he had a top hat, man. I mean, <laughs> 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 of course he did it, man. <laughs> you see no seances, there's always someone with the top hat. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, spiritualism gained tons and tons of believers and, uh, you know, people just really desperate to connect with their loved ones and people who had gone away to war and, and you know, never came back. Um, and there's really, like, a lot of controversy surrounding, like, the Ouija board and who, like, officially created it. But if we really want to dive into, like, the history of the Ouija board and where that, like, communicating with the dead for money, where that really, where that idea really originated, we have to, we can't discuss that without discussing the Fox sisters. Um, that's where it really began. Uh, so the Fox sisters hailed from upstate New York and it was Maggie and Kate Fox. And I believe they were 14 and 11 years old. So they were like oh, kids. <clears throat> yeah. They were kids. Yeah. 14 and 11. Damn. Um, they were like, yeah, 14 and 11. I believe it's either 14 or 13. 
But yeah, one of them was for sure eleven. Um, and they they played these sisters played a massive role in its in the spread of spiritualism and the spread of like communicating with the dead. Um, they were like self proclaimed mediums who were supposedly able to communicate with the dead and often perform seances. Um, they used what was known as spiritual wrappings to communicate with the dead. And spiritual wrappings is the use of letters and knocks and taps to speak with spirits. Um, so it was like it was like two knocks for yes mm-hmm. and one knock for no kind of thing. Nothing like too crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's how they would communicate, and um, or that's how they would conduct these seances. And it ended up becoming, as I was doing some research about these sisters. Like, they ended up, like, selling out, like, theaters. People would go to their... I think they started, um, they started, go like, doing, like, a dollar. I think it was, like, a dollar per seance. So people would go to their house to try to get these girls to speak to their loved ones uh, for a dollar. So they would do dollar what, seances. What year, what era was this in again? The 1800s. So this was probably, like, 1860s. So this is back when 50s. one dollar was, like... A decent amount of money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Because yeah, yeah, I definitely remember reading an article where they talked about how like the the sisters would do these seances in their house and they would charge a dollar. And I think I think you can visit their house, the Fox House. Um, I forgot. It's, I'm assuming it's in New York, but uh, I think you can visit it today. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so it was, I thought that was interesting. But uh, what I found even more interesting was the fact how, like, it just took off with them. Like, they really were the catalysts um, because that that whole, like, th- essentially what they did was they started their own business, right? So, like, they yeah. started, like, you know, a dollar for seances and we'll speak to your loved ones. They really convinced people that they could speak to the dead. And so they started selling out. They went from doing that in their house to selling out theaters. Like, people would Damn. actually pay more money to go see them perform, well, you know. Right. perform right or whatever <laughs> seance, yeah yeah hold the seance and, and and speak to the dead i mean that's ultimately what they were doing was performing right exactly right. <laughs> which brings me to my next point which uh, funny enough after all of this in 19 i'm sorry not 19 in 1888 um they actually ad- openly admitted that all of this was a prank and like it was all fake like that they um the reason how they were actually able to do this in full people was it's, it's like kind of weird, but they were able to pop their toes, uh, without moving their feet. So Mm. people would think, and, uh, they said that like the, them doing it like against the hardwood floor or against their floors would like make it sound louder. So it would make it sound like they're in other words, it didn't sound like a, like someone was popping their toes or like a joint. Yeah. Because I guess the reverberation, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. This is just like what they said, you know? <laughs> yeah. But they could pop their toes without moving their feet, and that's how they would fool people. And again, this is like from the horse's mouth. Like th- You're the like f- trying <laughs> it over there right now, aren't you? I can I'm see your face. I'm trying right now. He's like, <laughs> pop my toes, man. <laughs> that's, and actually, uh, but yeah, so that's like, I don't know. That was pretty crazy to me that um, that they were able to fool so many people. and and. Well, it was the 1800s, so. They were very bored. (laughs) Education was different. (laughs) So Michael's saying people were stupid back then. (laughs) We were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, I see where you're coming from. But so... um, But also I think people were very desperate at that moment too, you know. uh, Yeah, with all the deaths. They'd be willing to believe it just just for a glimpse of hope to talk to Thank you for making me look like the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, like, that's a great point. Like, they were, I think people were just, part of it was, yeah, maybe they were stupid and they were, like, just fooled into believing that this thing. Gullible, yeah. Yeah. But part of it was maybe they were just so desperate that they wanted to desperately. They just want to believe it. Right. Um, I think there's, like, a, there's got to be, like, a, I think there's, like, a scientific <clears throat> word for that when you're, like, trying to, um, you're trying to find someone who agrees with you. Like, you're trying to find an opinion that you agree with and that's what you latch onto. I'm pretty sure there's a scientific word for that. Uh, but I can't think of it at the moment. But that's what comes to mind when you said that, like, you know, right, like, right, right. It's it's easy to, to for them to believe because they wanted to believe. Right, that's the whole right. thing. You could connect dots if you want to connect dots to whatever. You can you know do that. You, you'll find the dots. You know if you really want to believe it. You know exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent. This is kind of a separate subject, but like the whole. That's how kind of how I feel about the whole like zodiac thing. Uh, like people with like. But who like are this. super into astrologies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like people are, um, sorry, like astrology and astrological signs, like, oh, like you're a cancer, or man, oh, you're I such mean, a you're Virgo. This, this, or, you're, right. Yeah. Or you're uh, such a Leo, you're full of yourself. I'm yeah, like, oh, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I have a lot of friends who are, like, big on that, and I know yeah, they're probably yeah. going to, like, talk uh, so much shit about me because of this. <laughs> so much shit. But, like, I personally don't be- really believe in that. I don't subscribe to, like, the whole astrology, like, zodiac yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's all, like, psychological like you're gonna latch on to you could find attributes that pertain to you in any zodiac sign you know so i feel right, like it's right. it's kind of uh i don't know i feel like it's much to say that like <laughs> your personality is like based on like a sign you know or right 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 i don't know but that's just my opinion but yeah so the fox sisters were fooling people right and they're popping their toes to make people believe in this yeah yeah, the, the tappings and stuff. Um, but, like, so even after they came forward and said, hey, like, this was, like, all fake. Like, right, right, They right. came clean. Like, it didn't matter. Like, they had already spread, you know, like, spiritualism had already spread. And there was, like, hundreds, if not thousands, of other people and businesses already yeah. doing this. Like, other mediums. So it's, like, it's already, yeah. like, the damage yeah, was done. Yeah, once the flame's been lit, it's just going to keep going. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So <clears throat> that leads to, like, the next point. Uh, this this a massive like amount of interest and popularity with communicating with the dead caught the eye and interest of a businessman by the name of Elijah Bond. Um, Elijah Bond was a part time, part time. Elijah Bond <laughs> was a part owner and shareholder of the Kennard Novelty Company, who saw a business opportunity with you know communicating with the dead. Um, so. Prior to this, prior to uh, Elijah Bond, the use of words and letters to communicate with the dead had already been around for some time, but he saw a growing market in selling um, the tools that enables you to speak to the dead in the format of a parlor game. So that's what right. made him different from like the things that had already existed before. He wanted to make it more accessible, and he wanted to make it more, you know, uh, more like a game, right, you know, right, more like right. like a like a board game. And that's where the idea came <clears throat> from. Um, so pretty much he wanted to sell it on a retail level and the retail market. And, uh, so bond was really the one who was responsible for making the Ouija board popular and mainstream, uh, which has earned him the title of the creator of the Ouija board and, um, Elijah bond and the Kennard novelty company had everything in place for the creation of the Ouija board, except it just didn't have a name yet. So at the time, I think they were just referring it to as a spirit board. Or talking board. Talking board, right. <coughs> so, how did, does anybody know how it got, you know, their name? No. As <laughs> if I didn't go back and listen to the first, ep- <laughs> the original first episode. That's right. But so I was going to ask because I feel like even in that one and even now, like, mm-hmm. 
I'm still lost as to who exactly designed it because like he had the idea for marketing it and everything but who actually like designed what it was going to look like and Mm -hmm. how it was supposed to work like where did that come from that's a good that's a good question yeah that's true so there's like some debate about who the actual like architect of the actual board is so the actual like construction of the Ouija board, like how it looks, you know, with the, uh, oh, by the way, this is Angel's DIY. Yeah. We, don't, we, we don't own a Ouija board, so Angel had to be, you know, our artistic buddy. Yeah, he made yeah, this yeah. beautiful board. It's better, than I think, than the real one. You spent oh, an arduous you. 10 beautiful. minutes working on it. That was a brutal 10 minutes. It looks great. It looks beautiful. But anyway, as far as who constructed, like how it looks, the yes and the no, the goodbye, who came up with that? That is, the person responsible for that is Charles Kennard and his business partner, E.C. Reich. Uh, And so they went into business together, and they were the ones who actually designed the board. Um, And that's, you know, Charles Kennard started a company, the Kennard Novelty Company. And that's when Elijah Bond really took that and created it, moved it from being just a talking board to what we know today as the Ouija board. But right. how did we get the name Ouija? You know, where did that come from? We have the talking board. We have the elements. We have what it looks like because of, you know, Charles Kennard. But how did we get the name? So it's actually a very, very interesting story of how we got the name. So Elijah Bond, um, he was playing with the board with his sister-in-law, who he says was a strong medium. And they asked the board what it wanted to be called. And the board spelled out Ouija. Essentially, the board named itself. It's creepy. And yeah, it's really creepy, right? And so they're like, what the hell? Uh, And so they asked the board, what does that mean? And they said, and the the board spelled out, good luck. And so it turns out that the word Ouija is actually an ancient Egyptian word for good luck. Dang. and uh, that's pretty freaking crazy. Hmm. And a fun fact uh, before we like <clears throat> start commenting on it yeah. is that the building where this seance happened, the building where the Ouija board named itself essentially, yeah. is actually a 7-Eleven in Baltimore. And there's a plaque in the 7-Eleven that states that this is where the Ouija board was named, where the seance was held, like all this. You can actually go visit like a lot of tourists go. Right here next to the hot wings and roller <laughs> items. This is where the seance This is place. where the Ouija board was named. Right next to the Ouija, Slurpees and the condoms. <laughs> Magnum only. Uh, Cheetos. Out <laughs> 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 of all the places. Out of all the places, dude. It's a 7-Eleven now. What are the condoms doing next to the Slurpee <laughs> machine? The <laughs> <laughs> Slurpee machine. Yeah. That makes Shit. sense. Hey, don't judge, bro. <laughs> but like, okay, what do you think about that? As the, that that tripped me out when I when I've heard that that's how the Ouija board got its name, that it like named itself. Yeah, that I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Rolling Stones song. The uh uh, you know, it's like nice to meet you. Hope you guess my name, type shit. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the devil. Dude, I love that song. Right, that's what. Bro, it, like, yeah. like maybe it didn't really say its name. Maybe it's just saying like good luck finding out. You know, maybe yeah. it's not. Named Good Luck. Maybe it's a Good warning. Luck, motherfuckers. Yeah, Finding I was going to say, you're a warning. Yeah, like, I took yeah. it as a warning for sure. I took the Good Luck as Good like, Luck with the aftermath, buddy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's super creepy. I think that's super dope. I think they should like make a... Maybe they have, but I feel like they should make a movie about it. You know, like... I know there's a Ouija. Like, yeah, because I don't remember Ouija Origins or whatever. Origins of Evil, I think. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that movie. I don't remember, like them even bringing like how it was created or 
I mean, it's been a long time since I saw it. They didn't even mention the 7-Eleven? Or the fact that it named itself. <laughs> well, dude, because like the Ouija, you're talking about Ouija, the the horror franchise. Yeah, yeah, the, the Origin of Evil movie. Uh, it it just it, it explains like, I think it's just it it actually doesn't have anything to do with how like Ouija the creation of the, the, creation of the board. It just I think it's just like the spirit or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it's kind of but. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 interesting. But I definitely want to go visit that Seven Eleven. I think that would be dope. Um, sure, get some bolts. Imagine somebody decides to do like a history report on the Ouija or Ouija board and they use that movie as a reference. Oh, <laughs> man. That'd be way the fuck off. <laughs> I feel like someone would, maybe, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so at this point in time, we, we now have the Ouija board. It was called the talking board, the construction. Right. We have the name now. Now all, we, all they had to do was uh, get a patent for it. So the Washington Patent Office was reluctant to give the Ouija board its patent because in order to gain a patent, you have to you have to actually prove that your product works. Um, so the chief patent officer demanded a demonstration if the board could accurately spell out his name, which was unknown to Bond and his sister-in-law. Right. Uh, her name was Helen Peters. That's the name of the sister-in-law who, like, Elijah Bond did the seance right, with right, right, to get right. the Ouija board name. And that's who he was with when they were, like, trying to get it patented. Um, so Bond and his sister-in-law, Helen Peters, they didn't know this um, patent officer's name or, or anything. But the patent officer was like, yo, if you guys, if this can guess my name or whatever, then I'll give you the patent because then it works or whatever. Um, so the board was uh, the board was used in front of the chief patent officer by Elijah Bond and Helen Peters, who claimed to be medium. And neither of them knew the patent officer's name. Yet, the Ouija board spelled out his name accurately, hmm. and the talking board was officially created in 1886, but it officially became licensed and named the Ouija board on February 10th, 1891. So, so, so actually, years. yeah, a couple of years after uh, the years. Fox sisters ad- admitted that they were phonies. Because <laughs> they admitted that in 1888. So, 1891, Ouija board became official. So, the first patent of the Ouija board offers no explanation as to how the device works. It just asserts that it does work. Uh, And the ambiguity and mystery was part of a a more... It was was part of, like, a marketing tactic. Like, to make it more mysterious, to make it more, like... You know, like, oh, damn, like, I really want to, like, check this out. I really want to buy it because it doesn't say how it works, you know? Um, so, ultimately, the Ouija board really became, like, a moneymaker, this thing. Yeah, but how did they market that, these guys, is what I'm wondering. I know it was a novelty mm-hmm. thing, man. Spiritualism was big. But, I mean, how do you go about saying, like, hey, uh, I have this talking board where you could talk to the dead? Well, I guess that sells itself. And yeah, you go. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I guess I answered my own that shit. That just came full circle? Yeah. <laughs> So moving on. Hey, check out this book. <laughs> well, they like they advertise it as uh-huh. as a game. You know, they advertise it as like a like a family friendly, family friendly <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. because like, uh, well, and you know, we'll get further into it. But it essentially is now owned by Hasbro, which is a right, they're the right. same people that make Monopoly. You know, or like right. they make a lot of well, board I think games. It was Parker Brothers and then it went yeah, yeah, Parker Hasbro's. Brothers and then yeah, right. Hasbro's, which is like a yeah a game company. Yeah, yeah, um, a board game. So it's like. I think it's just it was just advertised as being like something that anyone could do, you know, or like it, right. it's it's kind of funny. I was reading that like two hundred years before the uh, the Ouija board was created, um, 
if you were talking to the dead, if anyone was talking to the dead, women, specifically women though, it's like specifically, well, yeah. right. you would be hung at the Salem witch trials, you yeah. know, right. literally just 200 years. And 200 years after, women are being paid to talk to the dead. Right, the Fox sisters. Yeah, yeah. Fox sisters, mediums, you know, yeah. con- to conduct seances. Yeah. So it's like pretty crazy how just like time changes. Like people like, it seems like uh, yeah. we just get more progressive with history with time. <laughs> yeah. With time. With time. With time. With time. Yeah, with yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> By 1893, Elijah Bond was no longer running the Kennard Novelty Company. And in 1919, William Fold bought the company and gained the rights and licenses to make the Ouija board. William Fold was an American businessman, inventor, and entrepreneur who is best known for the marketing and manufacturing of the Ouija board and is seen and also called the father of the Ouija board. So Elijah Bond's known as the creator of the Ouija board, mm-hmm. but William Fold is known as the father of it. I feel like, I feel like, you know, William Fold took it to another level. Like I think William he Fold was really it. the one who yeah popularized it and made it like a household name yeah. with his marketing and, and all of that. He just did a better job. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Elijah Bond walked so that William Fold could run, essentially. Um, so Fold, and Hasbro could fly. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Why are you still smiling? <laughs> Thank you. Folds oversaw the manufacture and retail progress of the board after the efforts of its creator, Elijah Bond. It was marketed as a dating activity which you asked. And uh, many young and single people would buy these boards as a way to rekindle a relationship or as an activity that you could do with your significant other. Um, because you would like, you know, you would like do it in a dark setting. Usually you would hold hands, like candles, put on some Barry White in the background. (laughs) Put some Sade on. Yeah. Sade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Yeah. No, for real though. Um, but yeah, so that's how it was marketed. There you go. Your question was answered, my friend. Or at least that's how it was initially marketed. Um, it was also advertised as something that was quote unquote fun for the whole family and something that you do at social gatherings or parties with friends. It was portrayed as a positive and lighthearted fun activity, and thus it was able to sell, like, yeah, it was just like, it became a money machine because it was able to sell like that, uh, making its way into American households everywhere as well into the mainstream. So, yeah, man, that's, uh, you asked that question? Yes, I mean, it's just just hard for me to wrap my head around it because there's such a negative... you know, thing to it, you know, I mean, yeah. but that's for us, you know, I mean, I, I put in ourselves in that time period, I guess it wasn't just, uh, wasn't as negative that fucking exorcist movie just fucked shit up. <laughs> it really did. Well, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like during that time period, like there, like you said, there wasn't a negative connotations with the Ouija board. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there were with like religious circles, like, yeah, I'm sure there was Protestants likely, yeah. and Catholics who were like, act you know uh, yeah but so crazy like a against short it. dress or some shit you yeah know, exactly negative too, you, know, you, you, you know like there was definitely like religious zealots who were like really against this but it didn't have like you know like now like you said we associate the exorcist case with a ouija board we associate right. a lot of other cases with a ouija board um like it has this like stigma of like oh don't mess with that it's dangerous or it's yeah. bad or it's evil yeah but back then it, i guess it wasn't really considered that or at least william fold really advertised it as um, 
yeah, like it being a fun activity that you could do with the family and you do it, you did it at parties, you know, like right, it's right, like, right. it was like the modern or not the modern, I guess the old version of like, uh, cards against humanities, you know, you just do it with friends, yeah. have a good time with it. Yeah. The Ouija board was so popular that in May, 1920, Norman Rockwell, who was the illustrator of a popular magazine back then, um, depicted a man and woman, um, playing, playing with the Ouija board on their knees, communicating with the beyond on the cover of Saturday evening post. Um, which I guess just goes to show you like what was popular during the time, you know, like people wanted to see that. And yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. you know, cause you know, the news and magazines are going to only show you like what the trends are and what people want to see, you know, or at least that's yeah. how, how it is now, you know? Um, and biggest sale of Ouija boards is usually during times of depression stress or crisis um people use it for escapism or to distract themselves from the problems that are going on in real life um like during the great depression the fold company opened new factories to meet demands of the boards um and over five months in 1944 a single new york department store sold 50,000 boards Damn. and in 1967 the year after parker brothers which you mentioned that earlier right. um 1967 the year after parker brothers bought the game from the fold company Two million boards were sold, outselling Monopoly. Uh, so that same year saw more American troops in Vietnam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's cra- That's crazy. So, so I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah, so the 1967 was the year after the Parker Brothers bought it from the Fold Company, mm-hmm. and yeah, it sold two million boards, outselling Monopoly. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And so what I'm gathering from you so far is now would be a great time to buy some stock in Hasbro because <laughs> we're about to go into a recession. Are we in it? Or? Yeah, I feel like we're in one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Because during times of like financial crisis or war, that's when people want more escape than ever. Than ever. Whether that's TV shows or movies or film or art or like... Um, hmm, I wonder how many... Are we getting with the dead? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many seances took place during COVID. And if oh, what yeah. Ouija board had took place, yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. Probably yeah. a lot. I, Probably know, I didn't lot. fuck with it. Have you guys ever <laughs> fucked with it? Before we can move on real <laughs> no. quick, have you guys ever fuck with it? Uh, not me personally, but I like watched some people mess with it. I don't think anything really became of it though, because right. they kind of did like what you did. They like just drew it up, and I don't know. I I I always felt like they were just fucking around and they were just moving it. I didn't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the school we were in, because it was it was like after school. Me and some friends were just like fucking around, um, and supposedly the school's like really haunted. So like I don't know, maybe they were speaking with somebody. I don't know. Shit. You still talk to them? Like, did you find out like an aftermath to, about it? Um. <clears throat> well, one of them was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, nothing. She never told me anything happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, still in contact with, still in contact with her. The other guy, actually, now that I think about it, he passed away not uh, like a couple of years ago. But I don't think that has anything to do right, with it. Right. He was just he was he was sick. So. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they were moving it. Maybe they weren't. <clears throat> um, yeah. I had a girlfriend who told me one time she used a, she, again, same thing, drew up a Ouija board to try and figure out why weird shit was happening in her house. 
Oh, and shit. I can't remember the rest of the story, though. I was going to try and find <laughs> out. <laughs> so that was, like, useless. That was a good story, <laughs> man. Dude, oh, my God. I can't remember. All I remember is... Uh, Jesus. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, building like, up this juicy story. He's setting it up beautifully, like, laying it, like, character developments, my girlfriend, spooky shit's happening in the house. So she draws up this Ouija board, but I don't remember anything else. Like, I don't remember... <laughs> I can't remember. I think it like spelled out the word death or something like that. Because oh, I remember shit. later she felt like the presence was in her closet. Oh, and damn. so she sat in front of it with her eyes closed and just kind of like let her hands start drawing stuff. And she wound up drawing the Grim Reaper. Oh, um, so I don't know. Damn. Yeah. There's the Supposedly that house is really haunted as well because she wasn't the only one who was feeling weird shit in there. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Have you played Did that salvage it? Did, was that better? Are you yeah, happy with that? That's a good. Yeah, like, that, that was good. Shit. That was good. <laughs> we want the truth, Michael, okay? You don't remember <laughs> Just say you don't remember it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. okay. Yeah, have you played? You, you yeah, played yeah, it, yeah I've fucked with it. Yeah, I've okay. fucked with it once. Um, yeah, um, it was me, uh, my friend Danny, and then like his girlfriend, and then um, we were looking for someone else because none of us wanted to fucking buy the Ouija board or you know, carry it or have it with us for some reason. Yeah. So we ended up finding someone who had it. So, you know, we invited him over like, hey, we, you know, you should come hang out with us and uh, bring your Ouija board too. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we found a spot. We ended up going to uh, to this closed park, you know, late at night, you know, trying to catch that uh, witching hour, right? Three o'clock in the yeah. morning and yeah. shit. Devil's <clears throat> hour. Yeah, the devil's hour. Devil's hour. The devil's hour. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we fucking go to this park and shit, and uh, you know we bust out the Ouija board, and uh, you know we uh, you know start asking questions and shit. You know it's all creepy and stuff. You hear the swings. It's not windy, but you hear the swings. You know? <laughs> yeah, the creak. Nah, right? oh, yeah. man. I was like, oh, whatever, dude. And uh, we're asking questions, and it was like the same thing. Like we're. Oh, you're moving it. Nah, you're moving it. Oh, shit, you know what? I think I moved it. And it was just that the whole fucking time. It was just like, yeah, just skepticism. Yeah. And yeah. so, whatever. Um, you know, we closed it. We still said goodbye, just, you know, whatever. You know, I said a little prayer because I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, walking out, you know, to myself, like, oh, God, man. You know, <laughs> shit. But, uh, yeah, man, we went home and everything was cool. But then, apparently, my friend Danny, he had went home. And uh, his parents were out of town at the time, mm-hmm. so he went home. He went, uh, he went to sleep, and then he heard like a lot of knocking on the front door. So he's like, "Oh fuck!" You know, he's all groggy and shit. He wakes up and he goes and opens the door, and then he just walks back to his bedroom. Mm-hmm. But then there's nothing, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like, like, what was that all about? So he goes out, he looks, and there's nobody there. Nobody's outside. There's no cars or nothing. He's like, "Oh shit!" So he ends up calling his parents and stuff. Like, hey, um. Uh, do you guys hear? You guys knocking or what? You know what the fuck? And they're like, no, we're not even coming in till tomorrow. So that's when he was starting mm-hmm. to freak out, like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck was knocking? Yeah. And what did I just let in my house? He was pretty pissed off about yeah. the whole thing, you know, because we were scared of that <laughs> happening. It ended up happening. Nothing else creepy happened after that, but that was pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. So, so the the knock on the door would happen just once. It, yeah, it just happened. Yeah, it was like a continuous knocking, just like nonstop knocking. Right, I gotta confess, bro, that was me, dude. That was, was like fucking ding dong ditch, bro. Ding dong ditch at four. Bro, I was you know what's funny is that it literally could have been what it was. It yeah, could've, it could have And been. it just happened to happen on the same I don't know. night. It was like pretty it was like four thirty in the morning or something, though. That's pretty gnarly time to go ding dong ditch. That's true. 
You never know, man. Yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe. It I mean, who knows? Man, if it if it was a spirit, that's a lazy ass spirit. That's a lazy. Like you're just gonna knock. Like you're you're a demon and you're just gonna knock on the door and then call it a day. Like you're not gonna haunt this bitch. Like what? Not to call your friend. My quota was just for the number of houses. (laughs) I'm sure he's a nice guy. I said endearing. You know, you've seen Mean Girls. They call they call their friends bitches. You're all my bitches. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're good. We're friends. The devil's hours, bitches. Uh, it was actually, it's actually funny. Uh, when I was thinking of a name for the podcast, one of my friends was like, why don't you, why don't you call the podcast? Uh, uh cause at the time it was just going to be true crime. It wasn't going to be like horror and paranormal. Yeah. He was like, why don't you call the, the uh, podcast crime sluts? And I was like, <laughs> dude, that's a fucking great name. I like that a lot, but obviously we decided not to go with that and we're more than just true crime. So, you know, but I still like that a lot. Crime sluts, you know? So, so like. Okay, so 1967 was a really, really good year for the Ouija board. Well, what happened in 1967? So the Vietnam Vietnam, War was going on, and we deployed a lot of troops during that year. Also, there was the race riots in Detroit, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Newark, you know. So there was a lot of political unrest, political and social unrest, and, you know, there's war going on. And spiritualism was on a rise at that time, too. Woodstock and, you know, LSD taken. Everybody's... Trying to go to the other side in some shape or form. So it's true. Break on through, the brother. Same, yeah. <laughs> so break on through, brother. Same brother. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. You're stupid. You got Charles Manson. Oh, uh, yeah. The same time. Yeah. Wait, Charles, what was that? Charles Manson. Oh, that's at the same time. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, the 70s, I mean, I guess, okay, so like the late 60s to like the 80s for, for serial killers was such a crazy time. Yeah, like so rapid. many serial killers. Like during that era, it was a good year for serial killers. <laughs> yeah, it was dude. A decade. It, was a good, like, it was a good like decade uh, and a half. Terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck serial killers, man. But anyways, yeah. yeah go on. <laughs> so uh, William Fold, like I said, he would often play with the Ouija board and he would communicate with spirits for business decisions and for you know just for life decisions and stuff like that. Um, and he was playing with the Ouija board and the Ouija board instructed him to build a large manufacturing facility or factory in Baltimore. And it said like quote, the direct quote said, prepare for big business. So he got direct orders from the Ouija board. So the story goes to build this warehouse in Baltimore and to prepare for big business. So that's what he does. He starts building this, um, this factory, I guess, and starts manufacturing the Ouija boards um, and so he was overseeing the installation of a flagpole at the top of the roof. And apparently he lost his footing and fell. And while he was following, following, while he was falling, <laughs> he clutched a window seal. And when he clutched it, the window slammed shut. And so he, you know, slammed shut on his hand. So he Man. fell. <clears throat> and when he fell, um, he... Well, supposedly the building was like three stories. So it was like a big building. But he's, yeah. he managed to survive the fall. That's what's crazy about it. Damn. He managed to survive the fall. However, he did obtain broken bones, including a broken rib. And so, like, you know, the ambulance came. And on his way to the hospital, the ambulance hit a bump in the road. And uh, his broken rib punctured his heart. And oh, that's how he died. Shit. Wow. Damn. That sucks. Almost made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. That's like Final Damn. Destination so, shit, right, so dude. The, final Destination shit right yeah. there. Yeah, so the Ouija board made him do this 
and then you know make this this fucking warehouse, blah blah blah, yada yada. And they go up to the roof, and then so almost like the Ouija board initially killed him. That's kind of yeah, exactly. I just yeah, I was thinking about that. I was as I was doing research, like it told him to do this, right? And he's on top of the roof, like overseeing, you know, like there's constru- right, right, like right. construction workers or whatever. And he's like overseeing like a flagpole thing, and he lost his footing. So yeah, you could say that the Ouija board literally did kill him. Huh. Um, which is insane. I I just think <clears throat> his death is like one of the most fascinating things about the origin of the Ouija board to me. Like, one of the most fascinating things is, like, the Ouija board naming itself. Right. But the close second to me was, like, his his death, death for sure. Yeah. Like, he almost survived. He survived, like, falling from, like, a three-story building. That's, like, insane. Like, I don't know how he survived that. And then, like, to die that way, like... Yeah. It was like, oh, no, you're not getting away, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, literally Final Destination. Have you seen Final Destination? Final Destination shit. Uh, But I know what you're talking about. I mean, everybody gets the concept. Yeah, you know Final Destination. And you do, too. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, shit, almost... Yes, we escaped death. I escaped death, and then, bam, no fucking window shuts. Oh, shit, you survived the fall. Whoo, then you fucking get to the ambulance, and... Damn, you fucking go. Like, nah, you're gonna die. Fucking speed bump, bro. Like his broken rib. That's insane. There was a woman in the 1900s, I think, who supposedly started talking to a poet who had passed away, and she started writing poetry using the Ouija board, and she wrote books based off of that. I feel like um, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy uh, from the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, he used the Ouija board to contact a monk, and that's how he ended up finding the uh, 12 steps. Huh. It was through well, the Ouija serious? board. Yeah, he used the Ouija board yeah, and he got big. the 12 steps yeah. from the Ouija. Ouija. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. It's so easy to say Ouija board because we like, It's ingrained in us. Yeah. Yeah. saying it for <laughs> like, so long. Where's the G come from? Where's the G? Like, That's Ouija. The, real, the mystery of the I don't Ouija know. board. I'm just being dramatic. Ouija is fine. <laughs> okay, but like, no, so it's yeah. the guy who created Alcoholic Anonymous. Is yeah, that the Alcoholics Anonymous. He came up with the 12 steps. From Ouija. Using the Ouija board. Using the Ouija board. Wow, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's crazy. Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So apparently, um, while he was on his deathbed, uh, Folds told his children not to manufacture any more boards because he felt they were dangerous and were the cause of his ill fate. Because, you know, how he got his heart punctured by the mm-hmm. rib. Wouldn't he die automatically? Apparently not. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> he survives a fall, gets his heart stabbed, and he's, he's in his deathbed saying, don't make any more boards. Well, he was, uh, I mean, people get their heart, I don't know, honestly. People survive some crazy shit. Yeah, I was going to say, people do survive some crazy shit, but also, like, you know, like, he was dying. Like, there's no doubt about that. But yeah. he could still, like, he was on his deathbed, yeah. it says. Yeah. So. Maybe that was, like, his dying breath, is what he said. He died instantly. The next day. But yeah, okay, so like, yeah, Folds on his deathbed told his children not to manufacture any more boards, um, but they clearly didn't listen because, you know, it's money, right? Yeah. So yeah, Folds died money in 19- Money talks louder than you, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Pretty much what they said. Folds died in 1927. 1927. So yeah, he would be with us today if he, if there was no more potholes and speed bumps. There's no uh, it was like, a joke. Oh, it was, I was a joke. About to, I was, was already like, doing the math in my head. Like, like, bro. Like, bro, in like 20 bro years no. <laughs> Depending how old he was there. Yeah. yeah. No, he yeah. for sure wouldn't be. But No. So, interesting fact. Uh, Elijah Bond, the creator of the Ouija board, his sister-in-law, who was a medium, or a self-proclaimed medium, uh, years later, 
when she was older, she sold all of her stock in the company and the company that produces Ouija boards. And she supposedly denounced the Ouija board, saying that it was evil and that it was responsible for tearing her family apart and advising. And she advised people to stay away from it, which I thought was pretty freaking crazy because this is Helen Peters, who is literally was there in the original seance to name it. To name the Ouija board yeah. at yeah. that 7-Eleven, bro. I was about to say, right <laughs> next to the wings right and, next the to the and the Right next to the condoms and the slurpees. And the Dude, that's like, that's huge. That's huge. But like, why did she do that? Why did she, all of a sudden, why do you, how do you go from, yeah, this is the shit and I'm going to help do this to, oh, fuck that, it's evil, blah, well, blah, blah. Well, I feel like if you have the power to discern, you know, like, to What's help get it named and everything, like, you have that sense, you have that instinct to know what you're dealing with is either good or bad. She probably saw that in it and was like, we shouldn't have done this. Like instant regret. <laughs> yeah. Like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. To think, yeah. You know, can we create it? Should we have created exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. But uh, it, I don't really, to answer your question, I, it never really says why. Like she... Well, you said like it tore her family apart, right? Or yeah, something. that's true. Yeah, yeah I wonder if like yeah. it had to do with money. Actually, I actually researched this. Oh, oh really? I did. Ah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah. so the story goes that yeah, it became to a financial thing. So she's like, "We'll settle this through the Ouija board," and the Ouija board ended up turning against her and saying like, uh, "It was like the rights, like, well, who created it? Blah blah blah," and um, turned against her, and she ended up losing it. She's like, nah, fuck that board. It's a liar. It's evil. And that's mm. where the big conflict came apart. Came uh. between them was uh, the Ouija turned against her. Oh, I got you. I and got she you. was the one, sense. like you said, who created it, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Like, yeah. Or was one of the ones. Yeah. One of the ones. Yeah. Dang, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I remember reading something yeah, about yeah. that. That's crazy. It's but funny yeah. how there's these constant red flags. And yeah. people just <laughs> keep making it. People just keep doing it. Well, to be fair, I feel like a lot of people don't know that this history, you know, like at least like from the audience perspective, like a lot of people. Who, oh, yeah. Who but I mean, it. like in the, yeah. in the in the chain of people who have, you know, touched this and managed okay. and like, you know. What, what am I looking for? Manufactured and progressed uh, its yeah. popularity and marketing it, selling it and whatnot. Yeah. No, you're right. Oh. A lot of red flags ignored. So I think that's a lesson we can all learn. Don't ignore the red flags. <laughs> in, a, in a relationship. We need a... Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A, a lot of red flags, but yet it sold a lot <clears throat> during yeah. those Which is all times. they saw, you know? And I right. think mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they see something that's going to make them a lot of money, they figure, like, they rationalize it in their head, like, eh, nothing bad's going to happen to me. I'll be fine. I mean, other people will get fucked, and that's fine, because all I care about is me and my right, money. Right, right. But no. <laughs> yeah. No, man. It's crazy. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about the setup of the Ouija board. So the Ouija board has numbers 0 through 9 and letters A through Z. And the words yes, no, and goodbye inscribed on the board. Board comes with a wooden piece called a planchette. And all users are required to place one finger. I dated a planchette once. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A girl named Planchette. A hard piece of wood? Really? (laughs) A girl named Planchette. Is that who you are? The kind of person you are. Yeah, I realized I walked right into that one. <laughs> that I feel like that sounds like a girl name, though. It does. Planchette. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like something you catch after. Wait, isn't it Kate Planchette or something? Kate. No, it's Blanchette. Oh, Blanchette. Blanchette. There yeah, you go. close enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Close enough. You get it. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so a hard piece of wood named Planchette. Yeah, Planchette. <laughs> <laughs> All users are required to place at least one finger on it while playing in while playing in order to, for it to move. Uh, the board's recommended playing age is eight years and above. Eight years, damn. Wow. It is now manufactured by Hasbro, which is a toy company, so that's kind of funny. So the Ouija board has a couple of unspoken rules, unofficial rules, if you will, um, that you should follow when... When and if you decide to play with it. Uh, rule number one, never ask when you're going to die. Which is the rule that, like, almost everybody breaks. <laughs> exactly. Everybody breaks. Rule number two, never play alone. Which I feel like it'd be I kind of... a lot of people play alone. You think so? I feel like it would be boring to play alone, but maybe. Well, no, unless you're looking for that rush of, like, <coughs> making it extra creepy. You're all by yourself. That's yeah, true. Or if you're like trying to contact the dead. Yeah, I've heard lots of stories yeah. of uh, people who are involved in the occult and stuff, <coughs> or Wiccans or whatever, what have you, and stuff that play alone a lot of times and communicate with some type of being. I think mm. even in The Exorcist, isn't she playing alone? Or was it? Did she have a sister or something? I don't remember. She does no, not. No, no. Yeah, I think she's uh, playing she alone. Played alone. I think yeah, she's she playing, playing alone. alone. If I remember she broke the rules. That's what. Uh, That's why I she see. That's what if she had played, she played with someone alone. else. Man. She asked when she was gonna die. Yeah, she, she, she broke, broke all the rules. rules. Well, that leads to rule number three: never talk about God. Never mention God. It's rule hmm. number three. That's interesting. That's an interesting one, uh, right? Yeah. But yeah. I feel like it kind of makes sense. I feel like it makes sense depending on who you're talking to. Because if, like, some people believe that there's, like, friendly spirits, then, like, why would mentioning God uh, do anything? Right. You yeah. Know? But if these are, like, demonic or evil spirits, then, of course, yeah, they probably would. Um, so I guess it, who you're, it depends who you're asking, right, or who you're talking to and who's going to play the game. But rule number four is always say goodbye, which is a popular rule. I feel like a lot of people say that. Of course, yeah. you gotta be polite, duh. Especially when you're <laughs> dealing with demonic spirits. Common courtesy uh. amongst realms, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. Amongst Who fucking realms. raised these <laughs> people. <laughs> amongst realms. That's good. That's Is good. It Mortal Kombat or what? <laughs> um, yeah, and then also, yeah, you're supposedly you're supposed to say goodbye and close it out correctly in order to keep the spirit from either staying, staying attaching itself to you. Um, you know, that's actually leads me to like my next point of like, I feel like that's like total bullshit, but that's just my opinion. Why do you think it's total bullshit? <clears throat> Cause I feel like, I feel like a spirit would not listen to us. Like who the fuck are we? Like right. why, why is saying goodbye going to make the spirit like, Oh, I have no power. Like he yeah. said goodbye. That means I can't haunt this bitch. Like I can't, yeah. I can't stalk him or I can't possess him because he said goodbye or because he right. closed it out correctly. You know, I feel like that's why I feel like it's bogus because I'd be like, if a, if a demon wants to possess you or a spirit wants to oppress you or mess with you, it's going to do it, you know, yeah. especially if you're the one seeking it out or if you're yeah, the one yeah. like messing with it, inviting it in. Yeah. Right. And I feel like you saying goodbye or like these like rules that people have constructed. Um, I feel like that has no power over them, in my opinion, you know. That's just my opinion. What do well, you think? maybe they just made the rules just because every board game needs rules and shit, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Something's <laughs> missing from this. Yeah. 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 Let's Let's make up some rules, rules you know? Well, these are unofficial. I remember the first sure. time I heard about the Ouija board and period was from actual Bone Thugs in Harmony who have a song called Mr. Ouija on their first two albums, uh, Creeping on a Come Up and at East 1999, where they straight up asked the Ouija board, like, are you with me and am I going to die a bloody murder? 
is the question that they asked they repeatedly. Broke rule number one. They break the rule, but they were together, mm-hmm. and they didn't say goodbye. Also, so. Damn. But they're still alive today. <laughs> Millionaires. So who knows? I don't That's know. True. That's true. What do you think about it? Uh, I'm like with you on it, but then I also remember like over the years I've heard of people saying that. Um, I'll admit it's mostly in movies, but people saying <laughs> people saying that I'll admit my research is mostly <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not I'm not about to act like I know shit I'm just saying like I've heard people say that you know the spirit realm does operate on a set of rules like there's hmm. almost like protocol like there's certain words that do have power or there's certain guidelines that spirits have to follow but that also could be bullshit I don't yeah. know. So saying goodbye <coughs> could really mean goodbye. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it goes against what this guy's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, like I said, I'm with him because I mean, we, you know, with the backgrounds, the religious backgrounds we have, we've right. come to believe that, you know, uh, spirits are no are not going to respect you. They'll right, do what right. they want. They right. have that power, especially if you let them in. Uh, like you have the power to cast them out, but if you all, but you also have the power to let them in, and if you do, they can run amok, you know. So, I don't know. What do you think, Judah man? <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm with Darius on this one. Like, if you're opening and you're like seeking spirits to come in, I don't see how like saying goodbye would like make them go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there's a there's like YouTube channels that I watch because I like ghost adventures and people like going out yeah. there. Um, and they messed with the Ouija board, and they followed all the rules, say goodbye and everything. And they they say they felt like they got an attachment of, like, a spirit on them. So I'm like, if they said goodbye, like, why do they think they have an attachment on them? Because they say things happen, yeah, um, stuff in the apartment, or they've seen shadow figures or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, it's true. Which I'm like, I feel like that's realistic because I feel like goodbye would not make the spirit just go away. All right. But you said that on here it says uh, there's a certain way to close it out. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you do that? How do you close out the Ouija board? You fuck with the Ouija board, how do you properly close it out, supposedly? Well, it's just it just says close correctly in like... By so, saying goodbye? By saying goodbye. But um, that actually brings me to what I want to <laughs> kind of touch on real quickly is I found this like old... Um, I found like this old PDF of the old directions from like the old like vintage Ouija board. And so these aren't the like the rules, but these are like the directions sheet that came in uh, the actual package of when you bought the Ouija board. Um, and so their directions go, place the, po- the board upon the knees of two persons, lady and gentleman preferred, with the small table upon the board. Place the fingers lightly but firmly, without pressure, upon the table so as to allow it to move easily and freely. In from one to five minutes, the table will commence to move at first slowly then faster and will then be able to talk or answer questions the letters and numerals forming words and sentences will appear in the glass opening or lens of the small table that's just that's like the first one and then it says second care should be taken that one person that one person only should ask questions at a time as to avoid confusion and the question should be put plainly and accurately number three to obtain the best results, it is important that the persons present that the persons present should concentrate their minds upon the matter in question and avoid other topics. 
Have no one at the table who will not sit seriously and respectfully. If you use it, if you use it in a frivolous, if you use it in a frivolous spirit, asking ridiculous questions, laughing over it, you naturally get undeveloped influences around you. Number four, the Ouija is a great mystery, and we do not claim to give exact directions for its management. Neither do we claim that it at all times and under all circumstances will it equally will it work equally well. But we do claim and guarantee that with responsible and patience. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but we do claim and guarantee that with responsible patience and judgment, it will more than satisfy your greatest expectation. So pretty much what I gathered from that was that like you all have to be respectful and serious. Don't be laughing around. Right. If you <clears throat> want to get like the best results, is it's what the directions are saying. I, do I do I believe that's true? I don't know, but. It sounds like the creator is saying that you have to take it seriously and really focus on it. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. But so, then years later, the guy's like, oh, this is perfect to try to get it on with some girl. <laughs> Whatever. Which, that's what you said, right? Shipping. I think that was the oh, next guy. The next guy was just like, man, fuck these rules. And... Like, just have fun and try to get laid. Yeah. Wait, who did that? I don't know which one one of the guys told <laughs> Bond was the one who like started it. And then Bond who started. took over again? Oh, uh, yeah, William Fold. Fold. Okay, so yeah, that would Fold. Be Fold you're talking Fold about. Fold was just like, yo, this is a perfect dating thing. Oh, oh use it for a relationship. I see what you're saying. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I was confused for a minute. Yeah, he advertised it as a dating right. activity. I, so yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah. goes against this yeah. whole take it seriously. Which is shit. funny because I feel like he took it seriously because he actually used it and he followed his directions a lot. That's actually yeah. what got him killed, but. You know, he's yeah, the one yeah. who, like, made the factory uh, in Baltimore. He's a marketing right. tactic yeah. to sell. The marketing yeah. tactic. Yeah, that's crazy how they took it. Because even in the 90s, um, there was a... They were marketing it of completely different. And that was, like, uh, like the Magic 8-Ball type shit. You know, with kids playing it, like, on Nickelodeon, they'd pr- promote, market the fucking Ouija board. Glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. And they had kids asking, like, oh, am I going to be a famous basketball player? Uh, can you, will, I, will my mom let me go out tomorrow night? That Newsflash, honey, you're five foot two. No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> the fucking Ouija board says that. Damn. <laughs> like, damn. Crushing kids' dreams, Yeah, but it's crazy how they market it differently um, from, based from, you know, him being all serious and shit. And that's mm. weird, too. The Exorcist came out. This is the 90s, so Exorcist came out in the 70s. Yeah. It's all evil or whatever, and yet they're still promoting it to kids and stuff, so... That's pretty interesting. You said eight to what? It was like from ages yeah, starting eight, 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 and eight and up. That's yeah. gnarly, dude. Eight yeah. years old playing with the Ouija board. That's insane. Yeah. I was going to add a, a third uh, opinion to the whole thing about closing it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thinking about just the basics of a door. Like if you open that door, you're allowing things to come in and closing it properly. You're keeping more things from coming in. You're sealing that entranceway but what's in here is already in here and it's not going to get out until you make it get out until you yeah let it out that's a good representation of that so i mean yeah. that's probably why like you were saying like some people they close it out correctly but they still experience weird shit it's because they already let something in and it's still there so they close the portal but something was left behind these are good perspectives that's why i like that there's four of us cuz different perspectives different opinions different views right we don't always agree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so now we're going to cover a few cases that involve the Ouija board, both true crime and paranormal. 
Uh, so let's get into that. Um, so there have been many instances where people claim to have written books by that were inspired by by their um, use of the Ouija board. And there's people who claim that they were instructed to write certain things or certain poetry uh, because of the Ouija board. You know, uh, in 1916, there was a person named Mrs. Pearl Curran. Uh, and she made headlines when she began writing poems and stories that she claimed were dictated by the Ouija board and by the spirit of a 17th century. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she this claims that about, right? she was yeah, dictated was by the right. spirit of a 17th century <clears throat> English woman called right. Patience Worth. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll let you continue, man. Oh no, no, no. You I got the like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all you, bro. If you got it, no, no, no. You're the host, man. <laughs> so this this chick, this chick, uh, Pearl. Just call her Pearl. She claimed to be in communication with a 17th century spirit uh, by the name of Patience Worth, and that this spirit gave her these poems and these stories to write. And that's what she published, which is pretty interesting. And the following year, Pearl's friend, uh, Emily Grant Hutchings, uh, claimed that her book, uh, the, book called, the book's name is Jap Heron, uh, was communicated via Ouija board, by the late Samuel Clemens, better known as Mark Twain. <laughs> mm. That's interesting. I've heard of that Shit. one. Yeah. It's <clears throat> crazy. Um, a writer named James Merrill wrote a poem in 1982 entitled The Changing Light at Sandivar. And that, uh, that poem won the National Book Critics Circle Award. And he claimed to have consulted with a Ouija board while writing that. So that's some interesting news for you. Got any comments about any of that? I think it's crazy how they write, like, all these poems. Like, just imagine, because the Ouija board spells out the word. Like, if it gave them the poem. Oh, imagine yeah. That's that true. Take. Yeah. They're, like, sitting That's there for, like, two hours just, like... A-M-D. <laughs> right. That's a great point. I never yeah. thought of that, actually. All right, let's get into a couple more. So there have been many cases where people have committed horrendous crimes and murders and go on to blame the Ouija board stating that the board told them to do so or made them do it, stuff like that. So in 1921, the New York times reported that a Chicago woman being sent to a psychiatric hospital tried to explain to doctors that she wasn't suffering from mania, but that the Ouija board spirits had told her to leave her mother's dead body in the living room for 15 days before burying her in the backyard. Additionally, in 1941, a 23-year-old gas station attendant from New Jersey told the New York Times that he joined the army because he consulted with the Ouija board, and the Ouija board instructed him to join the army. So, yeah. In 2001, the mayor of Minko, Oklahoma, I guess Minko is the name of the city, uh, was murdered by his mother-in-law, who stabbed him in his sleep, and her defense was that the Ouija board told her that her son-in-law was evil and must be killed. Um, and then another case, a man drowned his dog in 2015 after a Ouija board told him that the dog was possessed by the devil. Uh, another crazy case is a jury. I think you know this one already. But a jury used a Ouija board to determine a man was guilty and gave him life in prison. A jury used it? Yeah. That's weird. That's from the last one. Maybe not. But, uh, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Ouija board was the cause of, you know, 
for the case of the exorcism, right, the real life story. Right, right, right. Um, but then another cool, the last one that I have here is Alice Cooper claims he consulted a Ouija board and that uh, he got his name from a Ouija board because he communicated with a witch named Alice Cooper while he was playing with the board. So I thought that was pretty interesting because I always wondered where Alice Cooper got his name. Obviously, that's not his name. You know, it's right, a right, stage. Right. It's a band name. So I wonder where he got the name from. And apparently he consulted a witch named Alice Cooper while yeah. using a Ouija board. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on those, gentlemen? Uh, I did research and I did find that uh, jury one. You where, saw the jury one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they fucking decided, yeah, we'll just ask the board if he's guilty or not. And then they found out later, like, all oh, they used the board. We got to redo this whole case. And the guy was like, fuck yeah. You know, the fucking criminal dude. <laughs> but then it turned out he was fucking still guilty anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the like, board is right, though. The board was right. Crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. there's something to that. Hmm. It's interesting. It's you know, weird. I have another another story. Uh, Ouija board story. So I don't got no other crime shit. I'm sure there's plenty of them out there. But there's not... When I was trying to do my research, I didn't see nothing linked to it. Mm-hmm. But um, there was one girl that I knew who was supposedly... Uh, had an experience. She had called me crying, freaking the fuck out. And uh, she said, um, you know, she wanted me to pray or whatever. And, um, and I was like, all right, yeah, dude, well, what's going on? She's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck, you know. Um, I just got back home and I was fucking, I was hearing the light kept flickering and shit in my house. And so um, I started to ask it questions, you know, like, oh, you know, pretending, you know, playing along with this ghost, thinking it was nice and shit. And, um, <clears throat> And she's telling me this story. There's a knock on her door, and she's like, oh, shit, I got to fucking go. All right? That was, it was just fucking weird. And she was crying, like, fucking boogers coming out of her nose and everything, <laughs> right? Like, all right, what the fuck? She calls me back. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was the fireman. The fireman just came. I'm like, fuck, dude, what the fuck is going on in your house, dude? And she's like, all right. So I came home. I just brought a Ouija board home. And uh, she's like, and then I started hearing these fucking noises, and the light was flickering. And I started asking it, like, hey, all right, you know, if you're a friendly person, you know, fucking turn the light on and off, you know? And it did. And then um, it started, you know, fucking with the other shit and stuff started to move around my house and I just started really fucking freak out. All this noise was happening and then the fucking neighbors called the firemen, well, called the police, the firemen were the first responders to, you know, find out what the fuck was going on. Um, You know, I was like, oh, shit. So I said a little prayer for her or whatever, and, uh, you know, she fucking ended up leaving the house and she getting rid of the Ouija board. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she had a, the instant fucking... She didn't fuck with it or nothing, but that was, like, the instant thing that happened. As soon as she brought that Ouija board home, she, like... Did went, she mention where she got it from? Yeah, yeah. She mentioned she got it from a flea market, actually. And uh, God, she was in she Albuquerque. And she went back from Albuquerque and took it directly there, so... Well, that explains it. Albuquerque. Albuquerque, <laughs> man. <laughs> Don't go to flea markets in Albuquerque. Yeah, dude, but that's a gnarly, crazy story and shit. Yeah, dude, uh, that is crazy. Anybody else have any stories that they want to share or that they gathered? Because really. okay, because because yeah, one of my friends um, submitted a story to me. You know, in relation to the Ouija board. So apparently, my friend's mom messed with the Ouija board when she was a teenager. I think she was like sixteen or seventeen at the time. So she asked three questions. She asked, who am I going to marry? How many kids am I going to have? And how am I going to die? And um, supposedly, according to my friend, um, the Ouija board told her mom that she would marry... Uh, it spelled out David for the first question. And David is who she ended up marrying. Well, that was her first husband. 
Um, and then for the second question, it said three. And she ended up having three kids later. I mean, years later, decades later, I guess. She was like 16 at the time. And then for the third question, the Ouija board spelled out car. Um, so she didn't know what that meant. But my friend's mom got in a very serious car accident years, years and years later. And she almost like lost her life. Like she was like uh, in the hospital for like weeks. Like she was like, you know, Damn. it was bad. Um, and so two out of the two out of the three things came to pass that the Ouija board said, essentially. You know, she had three kids. Yeah. She married a guy named David, even though she didn't stay with that guy. She still married him, you know. Uh, and then she got in a major car accident and almost died. Um so yeah, that's that's a crazy story. But when she told me, I was like, "Damn, that's crazy." Yeah, so yeah. there's definitely, and my friend says, "Yeah, like my mom, for sure, won't play with the Ouija board anymore. She like believes in its power. I believe in the power." And you know, she was just telling me that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess like that's my next question. Like, do you guys, do you guys believe? Yes. <laughs> what can yes. you say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys believe in its power, or what do you believe in? Why do you believe it? Let's just say that. Regarding I mean, the Ouija board. I mean, for me, it's just all the accounts that we've heard. The origin story and anyone, any of these stories that we've heard before of what happens and how accurate it was. Like, the jury consulting it and found out that he was guilty. And they're like, nah, that's bullshit because it was a game. We got to do it over. And then it was guilty anyway. Like, yeah. And then and then that story alone should be enough for anyone to believe because two out of three questions were accurate and like we mentioned because we were discussing I don't know I mean that's how I knew what he was talking about in case anyone watching this is wondering um, as we discussed this prior and you had also mentioned that it had mentioned a number as well like 50 or something in the 50s and uh, (laughs) (laughs) so it was like it was supposed to be she was supposed to die in a car accident or something having to do with a car Mm -hmm. in like her 50s and that's exactly what happened she almost died but i'd ask you just how old is she because she might have yeah i have no idea what more years to to count that's crazy um unless of course you know either the if they do or have made it to 60 well then i guess that one was you know was wrong but i mean based on what we know i i don't know what about you judah man do I believe in the power of it? I believe in the power of the spirits that you allow to come in through the Ouija board. Yeah. Um, but then again, I would just say, like, even if you didn't have a Ouija board, I, fig- I feel like you just, like, being open to the fact that uh, spirits can come in, mm-hmm. that it's really you that have that power to let them in, not the board itself. Like, it's just, yeah. it helps you. Like, it helps you welcome right, them in. Vessel, but I feel like right. it's, it's, you, it's really just you letting... The spirits like get in contact with you or coming in. Yeah, it's a tool. It's a vessel. Yeah, it's just a tool. So I feel like it's it's really up to you. Like you have the power to make the decision to allow yeah. them to come in. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, um, but it, it that definitely helps you, I guess, control that power or direct it. You know what I mean? So would you fuck with the Ouija board? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Both of them would not. Like we're gonna right, that's we're gonna no. burn this later. Actually, Wait, so, so you would mess with it. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't mess with it because like, I, I do believe that it's, uh, personally, I believe that like, uh, like I, I do believe that if you go seeking something that you're, you're going to find it, you're going to find it more often than not, whether that's if you seek good things or bad things, you know, I believe like whatever you put out into the universe, you get back. And I believe that if you go seeking like spirits, 
if you go seeking this or that, that's what you're going to find. You know, you're going to, um, and I feel like a lot of people, they open doors without even knowing it. Like they, to them, it's like, and, and I'm not saying like they're bad for it. I'm saying like some people genuinely do want to speak to like a deceased loved one or something. Right. Yeah. And so they think like doing a Ouija board will be their, their intentions, I should say are pure or their intentions are not bad. Yeah. Um, but they could inadvertently like open doors and that could lead to bad results. Right. Yeah. So I believe that. So yeah, I, I do believe like, do I believe like a Ouija board is special? Like the way the layout is special that like that brings demons or like spirits or whatever. Um, no, I don't believe that in itself is, but I believe that the, the mere like purpose of it. And I believe that the act of actually like doing it is, is what, yeah, is what invites, you know, spirits. Um, right. right yeah. Right. That's my opinion. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Future episodes, I want to like, uh, like I, I have friends who are like real life, you know, like witches. Um, I have a friend who's like a. I actual, mean, at this point, I think everyone knows a witch. No, that's true. <laughs> I have a friend who's an actual vampire who actually drinks human blood consensually. Um, yeah. I have, I want to, you know, interview someone who's, you know, um, a member, preferably in leadership, of the um, Satanic Temple. Yeah. To like get their perspective. Cause I feel like a lot of these are misunderstandings. Yeah. People, people fear what they don't understand. And yeah. I, my whole thing is to approach it from a non-biased, like, you know, journalistic perspective. Like, you know, what is the satanic temple? What does it stand for? Do you guys sacrifice babies? Do you worship Satan? What is it? What is Satanism? Yes. You know, because as you and I know, that's not what the, that's not what, it, that's not what they really, do. what they yeah. believe. Right. It's yeah. not, they don't Satan believe is more of a mythical for them is more of a mythical figure that, represent something it's not something they worship right it's but like then an there's people out there who do worship right would that would they be classified as something else right yeah that would be yeah that'd be something different correct there's a lot of things that like there's luciferianism there's satanism there's because the church of yeah. satan is different from the satanic temple and i think a lot of people don't know that yeah i didn't know uh, that yeah, yeah yeah like <laughs> anton the <clears throat> no 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 so like anton xander levey was yeah. you know the founder of the church of satan but yeah. the satanic temple is something different yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very interesting, but we will cover that in future episodes, yeah. but just a little tidbit of what that is. But yeah, I would love to have episodes where you re- interview people like your friend and my friends and just, you know, get information from the source, you know, from them, yeah. their perspective. I think that'd be great. Absolutely. But yeah, you never told us your, your view. Um, uh, shoot, man, I'm gonna piggyback off of all y'all. <laughs> just say ditto. No, nah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. One word. Ditto. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> that's kidding. it. Peace. No, nah. <laughs> Um, no, nah, I think you give power to, uh, to whatever, you know, um, I've fucked with it. I've messed with it, but it's just, uh, it's just whatever to me, really. Um, I wouldn't, I just don't see no purpose in fucking with it, really. Like, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense to like, uh, even as a game, even if from a game, I'd rather play Uno cards or something, <laughs> you know, like Ouija yeah. does not yeah. sound appealing it was appealing to me and i did it but only because of the bone thugs and harmony because of the exorcist <laughs> movie because of the you know all the macabre shit the yeah, stories that went along with interest. it right you know that that's yeah curiosity that. there you yeah. go yeah curiosity. Curiosity. i feel like most people do it out of curiosity for sure yeah yeah sure. like there's some times where i'm like i kind of want to use it just to see like if just i will see experience happens, anything right, yeah. but then i'm also kind of scared like if I do experiencing, like, how bad is it going to be? Yeah. yeah. And is it going to be continuous? Like, you right. know what I mean? But, yeah, it's, it's definitely really scary. <laughs> or even, like, the Bloody Mary thing. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. The, 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 like, turn the lights off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bloody Mary yeah. three times or yeah. something. Yeah. 
like supposedly people have experienced stuff with that too. I don't know if that's real, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like there's, there's these things that exist that have like this, I don't know, a lore to it, you know, these, uh, uh, these stories that go with it, but I don't know if they're real, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Could be. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, I'm sure it. like plenty of them are real, but then plenty of them are fake because, you know, some people just yeah. want to make stuff up and I don't know, for lack of better phrases, get attention. I That's true. Yeah. Have a story to tell at parties or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else. But yeah, no, like I was actually going to say, um, I think one of you guys mentioned like it having like the power or like it has the power you give it or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, or, yeah. You give um, it its power. Cause like when I went to, I went to, for those who know, um, you or watch ghost adventures, you know, Zach Bagans is like, you know, the founder of that. And he has his own, I don't know if you know this, but he has his own haunted museum in Las Vegas, Zach Bagans haunted museum. And he's got like the most haunted artifacts from all over the world in that museum. He's got the Dybbuk box, um, which the movie, the possession was based on that. He had the Annabelle doll for a time there. He's got a lot of haunted dolls, though. He literally has a room. It's actually like a closet, a very small room. That is somebody's nightmare right there. Dude, it really is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a room, a really small room of nothing but haunted dolls. And, uh, of course, you don't have to go in it, but a lot of people went in it and do. Yeah, it's creepy. I went in it. But, like, there's a... So, like, the whole museum, it's, like, literally... I don't know. It was a lot of rooms, though. Like, it was, like, a lot of rooms. Like, I think it was, like, three stories... There's like a basement. There's a first story, the basement, and then there's a second floor. So yeah, I think it's like three stories total. Yeah. And there was a lot of room, like a bunch. So um, it was definitely for those who have never been, definitely go check it out if you're into that. Um, it's worth the money. It's it's a little pricey, but it's worth it to me because you get yeah. like it's like a two hour tour. Um, and but yeah, they 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 like give you the option. You have to sign waivers. Like hey, if something follows you home. If you get possessed, yeah. it's, you can't sue <laughs> us because you know you. You knew better. Yeah, you, you knew you. better. Um, so yeah, there were there was times where the tour guide would be like, "Yeah, so like where we're about to go into next is this extremely haunted item, and some people have reported feeling this way or reported going home with this and that. So if you're not okay with that, or if you don't want to see this or be in the room with it, now's your time to wait in the hallway." while the rest of the tour, you know, goes on. So there were several times where that happened. Um, but yeah, no, I went through the whole thing. I didn't leave at all for any of it. And I'm fine. Nothing attached itself to me, and I'm good. So. Is there any, like, spiritual, like, for lack of better terms, like, security in place there? Like, I don't know what at the he may believe in, but... Uh, I feel like he's Catholic. I'm not yeah. sure. I feel like he is. Cause he's I was going to say, like, I mean, is there is there, like, maybe a blessing over that hallway that keeps things in the rooms? Or is there, like, incantations inscribed anywhere, yeah. anything at all? Yeah, no, that's a great... I'm glad you asked that because... So, supposedly the most haunted object, like, in the world is the Dybbuk box. And the Dybbuk yeah. box, he keeps it in a case. And the case um, is surrounded by, like, these, like... Jewish prayers and like so yeah it is definitely like protected quote unquote again it's like if you yeah. believe it some people think it's bullshit but yeah, um, yeah there, there's like prayers and, and like uh, stuff that like it's been blessed by a rabbi and a lot of it is just stuff I don't remember like a lot of it is protected by certain things yeah um, but I just don't remember like what specifically I know that in his gift shop because like once you exit there's like a gift shop that he has holy water he's got sage he's got stuff like that you know 
I just um, picture somebody buying the holy water. <laughs> 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 like bathing in it. Yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. I definitely would go back. It's it's cool. They definitely set the mood, though, like to get you scared. Oh, of course. Like yeah. while you're waiting in line, they have like the movie, like they have movies playing, or not movies, but like clips. Zach, yeah, clips of it and like Zach Bagan interviews of people who've been in it. Zach Bagan's is talking on the screen, you know, it's like yeah. they're trying to get you like riled yeah, up yeah, for yeah. sure for the yeah. museum. Um, but it was a great experience. I would definitely go back. I recommend anyone go there if you're into paranormal stuff. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, you got to be willing to sign that waiver, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, any any closing remarks or closing questions or topics for this subject of the history of the Ouija board? Yeah, I got a question for all of y'all. All right. <clears throat> you could contact anybody using the Ouija board. Who would you contact? Anybody the history. Anybody in the history of the world. In the fucking like, world. My- mythological or they have to be real? Nah, they have to be real and dead. Okay, man. We're real. talking about the dead. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think they're myth, if, they, if you think they're a myth, why are you even gonna bother? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just man. wanna see if Chewbacca. Thor's real, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey man, we all have our things, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who would you want yeah. to uh encounter? Well, it's not like you're going to go to dinner with them. It's just like... No, you have 30 minutes to fucking have a conversation with them. 30 minutes... Go to dinner. To bring up whoever. <laughs> and you could have dinner with them if that's your thing. If you're mythological <laughs> that's creatures your thing? and you want to have dinner. Shoot, like, go for it, man. That's a tough one, dude. What was the name of the guy again after Bond who... William Fold. Fold. I wanted to say Ford. I was like, I don't say that. Ask. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably him and be like, what the fuck, bro? OMG. I'm doing that yet. all wrong. That's not how you ask. You just ask it and then it talks back to you that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Habit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. In doing this research, actually, I, I, I found out that a Houdini, the magician, actually despised the fucking Ouija board. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it was because he knew it was to be bullshit and he was like, you know, Found out about the Fox sisters, Fox sisters, and was like, "Man, all this shit's a hoax, is bullshit." And he set out to debunk it, and actually, when he died, he gave his wife a secret word, um, a phrase, and he's like, "All right, I want you to go house to house and you know whatever to uh, to make money, and also if anybody can find out what that word is using the Ouija board, then you know then obviously you'll give them lots of money. Otherwise, they'd have to pay you." So that was another gimmick. So even after he died. Mm. He used the Ouija board as a gimmick to make money to support his wife mm-hmm. so they can, you know, and another way to just stick it to the fucking Ouija board company or whatever. Like, that's pretty it's cool. It's all bullshit. So, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that either. This is yeah, cool. Yeah. So. But going back to your question, I would say uh, Elvis. You <laughs> Yeah. I would contact right. Elvis just to say what's up. <laughs> say what's up. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. I, I, like, I like Elvis. His, I mean, obviously, his music is. Well, Go on for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he died on a toilet. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I want to ask him, like, did you really, like, you shit yourself and so hard you died or what? <laughs> You're supposed what to ask you serious you questions. <laughs> you know, to be, not to be frivolous probably, with it. I would probably uh, do the Ouija board with Jesus because oh, then you could, like, straight up ask him, like, yo, who's right and who's wrong? Like, are you really, like, 
who people say you are or not. Dude, you'd be going against the rules, though, man, if he really is God. Yeah, You're not yeah, supposed you to ask bring God. God I mean, those are yeah, fake man. rules. <laughs> I mean, those are rules. If he is God. Well, you never know. Because, like, what if he's like, nah, bro, I'm just a dude. Then it's you, like... You, you contact some guy so named Jesus. Fucking God. Literally, millions of people are wrong, and they need to know, bro. Yeah, they need yeah, to know. Yeah. Well, because Christianity is the most popular religion in the world, so I figure, like, I'd rather have a conversation with him than, like, Muhammad, you know? All right, that's cool. That's cool. I talked to that lady from the Titanic, man. Because Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio fit on that fucking door, God. man. Oh, Rose. Yo, Rose, man, what the fuck, dude? Dude, that was... He fit on that door. We said he no fictional characters. <laughs> that's a fictional character? I thought that shit was real. No, it is real, but those... Damn, my fucking those world is shattered. Bro. God damn. I don't think so. Then I retract that story. Yeah, you gotta do real because it's right, a dream. fiction. That's what you call it. Historical yeah, fiction. Well, fine, I'd, I'd talk to King Tut and ask him, "Yo, did aliens really help you?" Oh, oh yeah, yeah that'd be they cool. said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talk to King Tut, Damn. motherfucker. So we both chose like historical figures. Yeah, chose Elvis. and you chose William Fultz. I was. I don't know who I'd actually pick, man. I don't know. Alexander yeah. the Great. Hitler, bro? I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, bro, what the fuck? Bro, everybody, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Leave it in the comments. Who would you contact and why? Yeah. yeah. Who would you contact if they would actually speak back to you? Any real person. <laughs> you Not have to clarify that. Any real person that ever existed, who would you contact? But yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah, that, that's uh, I think that just about does it for today. We wrapped up the you know creepy and mysterious origin and history of the Ouija board. I think that was a job well done, gentlemen. Yeah, hell you yeah. Did well, you all did well. Thank you all for tuning in to the Doubles Hour, a podcast for the strange and unusual. Uh, stay strange and don't forget that life is short. So drive fast and leave a sexy corpse. See you next time. Peace. Later.